and welcome to a special, tiny, little, microscopic Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. Um, and today, so today is Easter. Uh, it's Easter Sunday. The Easter Bunny came out of his uh, uh, rock grave cave thing today, uh, about 2,000 years ago. And, um, after he died for our sins. <laughs> after he died for our sins. And now every every Easter, he goes around and, to... Uh, and poops out little and, eggs for everybody he to poops, eat. He poops out little eggs and uh, while you're sleeping, places them into your rectum. And um, for good kids, they get hard-boiled eggs. And for bad kids, they get rotten eggs. And uh, so if you clench your butt while you're sleeping, they break. And you have little shards of eggshell. When, not, when, you're, when, like, when you were like a little kid, do you ever get like those eggs where it's like somebody just painted an egg like a color and you're just like, I'd rather have the chocolate instead of like this stupid yeah, egg. <laughs> it's like I, know, egg. I never had that. Oh. <laughs> like we, we would paint the eggs, but... Um, oh, I hated that. It's like, it's like somebody handed it you like, but I would rather have the chocolate eggs. <laughs> right. Because I'm a spoiled American who likes chocolate. <laughs> Well, so fat apparently too. <laughs> That's great. All right, everybody thinks I'm fat now. All right. Um. So. Uh, and then of course you get to have a lick of the family egg. Okay. Um, anyway, so and let's then you podcast. put it in a box until next Easter. What's this podcast about? <laughs> okay, so um, for some reason you and I were just uh, having a little chat because we never do that ever. <laughs> um, yeah, for once, and. Uh, yeah. uh, People well, don't like, realize this that like uh, he and like Tyler and I don't talk at all. We just, just yeah, like, we only talk to... during the podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we do. <laughs> um, I mean, friends, like the Jamie and uh, whatever his name is from Mythbusters. Right. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, you just brought up District 9. And uh, you brought District 9. No, you, you said uh, most of the lines were improvised or something. Oh, yeah, I did. That's right. Yeah. What the, yeah. I did bring that. My bad. I, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that reminded me yesterday. I saw a short film on YouTube and we started kind of having this conversation and we thought, you know what? This is a, this is a podcast right now. Like this is actually an interesting conversation for once. <laughs> you usually are podcast. Unlike like most of our other podcasts. So I don't know when this one's <laughs> going to go up. I don't know if this will go up before Francis Ford Coppola or not. So it may um, not be Easter anymore. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. Uh, Oops. This is our late Easter special. Fuck, who cares about Easter? <laughs> Fuck Easter. Who celebrates Easter anymore anyway? So yesterday I saw a short film called uh, Code 8. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like featured on like the, like it was recommended to me on YouTube. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, whatever. I'll, I'll check it out. And um, the reason Chris bringing up District 9 reminded me of that was because like every sci-fi short film I've seen over like since District 9 came out has been exactly like District 9 <laughs> and uh, that kind of brought up a whole conversation of like well not even just like, like we'll probably get into that more but like uh, not even just that but like you know when pulp fiction came out every like uh, every uh, like student film would have yeah, like every a pulp student fiction kind of yeah, had, uh, vibe to it right like it, it suddenly nonlinear storytelling was a thing and like it had to be like you know, uh, gangsters who uh, had like pop culture dialogue, and yeah, all of them were fucking terrible. Which, which by the way, by the way you said linear, the linear, uh, non-linear uh, storytelling, which is fine, by the way, to have. Oh yeah, it's just that whenever you yeah, have like the gangsters, you're like have like the discussions, and they're like whatever things. I'll say, and, and, and it's always people like, who don't do it right. Yeah. Okay, there's a guy. Um, 
I won't say his name, but I know a guy who uh, <laughs> I think some of my friends might know who I'm talking about. Uh, there's this guy who he ma- he makes a thing and uh, there are scenes like blatantly ripped off from Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, but he claims to have never seen a, t- a Quentin Tarantino movie, even though like uh, months before he made started making this thing. Uh, he was talking, he was talking to me about Quentin Tarantino movies and, um, like, like the difference between like what he does and what, uh, Quentin does is like Quentin's like, uh, quirky dialogue always has a point. Like it always comes back around to like, you know, the act, like what's something to do with the story. Whereas like people who don't understand it always do like they're, they're talking literally about nothing they'll be like oh hey did you start watching uh that one samurai movie yeah yeah did you watch this obscure japanese film that no one's seen but i've seen because i'm really cool and you should really like me and i wish i had friends and uh <laughs> were you just uh, me just for a second there i'm trying to figure this out now <laughs> so is this me <laughs> Remember that script you wrote, Chris? No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh. It was me. It was me, Tyler, was talking about. Um, no, but no, I know, like, what, you, I know a, what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah, that was a good point. And, like, uh, that, that's something I see all the time. And, uh, but, like, specifically, like, sort of that Neil Blomkamp thing. Uh, it's like, it's, it's always, in case someone doesn't know what I'm talking about, like, because, like, like what, you, what you said to me was, um, like, unfortunately, we're also, like, in a time where someone's just going to, like, compare what you're doing to something else. Um, and so, like, you know, maybe it's nothing like District 9, but it's going to get compared to that because it's a sci-fi short film. Right. That yeah. was made for super cheap. And it's, like, I don't even care if, like, you know, aesthetically it's sort of similar or like if they kind of have like the, the you know the, the grungy sci-fi look to it, like with the cheaper CGI and all that, but like, it, like that has nothing to do with it for me. It's all like the story, like the story with the, this Code Eight movie. Um, it's it's like a, it's a short film that's like meant to. It's um, oh what what do you call it? Um, uh, proof of concept concept, like like for a feature film, and they're always fucking always about like it's either like aliens or like uh people with like superhuman abilities or something like that like mutants or something i don't know but like it's always something like that and they're always like in poverty and they're being oppressed and it's like oh it's like oh do you get it it's like a it's like a thing it's like a a metaphor for uh (laughs) how we treat other people in society and uh (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, District Nine was all about was all about apartheid, and yeah. so people don't always like get that. They just like want to say, "Well, the aliens are in in the in the checks or whatever." It's like, "Why?" Well, because they're aliens, right? <sighs> like, yeah, like, it, I don't know if you did you ever see the actual short film that uh, I've actually did? I haven't yeah I haven't seen the District Nine short film, but like I I know about it. Yeah, like there there I mean, well, the movie was very uh, you know, I guess. Not to, I wouldn't say it was more subtle, but it was like less overt about the whole apartheid thing. Okay. But I mean, the fact is, like the the short film took place in in uh, South Africa for a reason. 
because mm-hmm. that's where apartheid was happening. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all about there. But um, actually, it's really, it's really good, by the way. Like you should still watch it. Like it. I mean. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, the movie I need to, I need to rewatch. Like <laughs> you know the... what was the best thing about District Nine for me? I saw it like right after getting home from watching Avatar. <laughs> so I saw like a good sci-fi movie after watching a terrible one. Yeah. It's like, oh, that felt so good. Oh, I remember like whenever that came out and people were like uh, going, oh, man, Blumkett needs to direct a, uh, a Halo movie. And nothing came yeah. with that right there. And, like he made like, uh, was it, uh, was that, was that robot movie? Uh, um, was it, was that ro- robot movie that came out recently? That, like, Chappie? Yeah. That movie did awful. People were like, yeah. this is just a bad movie. And then people quickly, quickly abandoned Joe Plumkamp. I know. It's, it's unfortunately because he just, he's not, I want, I, like, I finally saw Elysium. Yeah. By the way, we're going to go all over the fucking place with this podcast. I forgot about Elysium. I totally forgot that movie. I, I, it was on television. Ugh. And it's like, the movie looks so cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, it's so paper thin. And like, a lot of the stuff just doesn't make sense. And... Um, I don't know, man. Like, I I really wanted to like it when I saw it because like there's so so many cool things about it. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, it sucked. But well, it's like that thing where it's like the concept is like better than the actual movie itself. Like the oh, um, yeah. you ever see ever? I mean, I don't know if you ever saw a movie, the Timberlake movie, the like the time in time yeah in time movie. It's an interesting. That's an interesting concept for like yeah. uh. It's a it's a good short film concept. It's like a good sci-fi short story. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. It's like that. But then just like they extrapolated on it so much that it's just like And then it has just, like ugh. time puns and shit. And they cast Amanda Seafried, like the worst fucking actress. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> say by the way, that I mean the, the movie wasn't bad because of Timberlake. Oh no, no, no. No, Timberlake actually is a good actor. We uh Tyler and I both like I think we kinda like Timberlake as an actor. Like he Oh yeah. He's like he's you know, got his good head on his shoulders like that. Mm. But yeah, it's just sometimes some movies just shouldn't be made. Sometimes it's like, oh, this sounds like yeah. a great idea, but maybe you should make this. Or like, maybe you should sit, you know, sit down and like spend a little more time trying to develop this idea. Right. Oh, I can't remember what that guy's name is, but like, he he used to make good movies and now he doesn't anymore. <laughs> oh, like the guy we're gonna talk about next next up our last podcast number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is um, does his name rhyme with Francis Ford Coppola? <laughs> No, no, he like I'm talking about the guy you made uh, oh. in time. Oh, but, um, oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, also like Francis Ford Coppola, because <laughs> it's this, I think it's the same guy who made um, the Truman Show. Oh man. Um, oh, like he at least wrote it. Andrew Nicole. Yeah. Who? Oh yeah, yeah, Truman Show. There it is. Yeah, he didn't direct it though. Yeah, he wrote it. Right. He, yeah, he wrote it. Um, he used to write good movies, and then I think he also like he either wrote or directed the host. Which yeah, is, like, he directed that one. Yeah, Stephanie Meyer's like sci-fi thing, which is just awful. Um, he actually he did direct one movie. I, I kind of like another one of those things where the concept sounds great, then the execution mm-hmm. sounds great. Is uh, Gattaca. Yeah, it's a great concept. Like you know the idea, like you know the future, blah, blah, whatever. If you I'll just watch the movie, it's it's, yeah, okay, yeah. it's okay. I hear um, it's, I hear it's like a pretty underrated movie. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of like something I'm talking bad about the movie now, but it's like. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those movies that's going to, like, you know, in 30 years, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, remember how great the movie was? It's like one of those, oh, this right. is enjoyable. It's going to be like a cult thing. It was, like this cult is enjoyable. Okay, movie. cool. But, um, I mean, that's about what he's made, yeah, I guess. Um, but, yeah, like, with Neil Blomkamp, like, it's it's unfortunate because, like, I wonder, because, like, 
Jamie really likes him. And ja- like Jamie's one of the per- like is like the person who keeps sending me the fucking short the, the fucking short films that like are basically just like District 9. He's like, "Oh, I want to do something like this." I'm like, "Don't do something like this. <laughs> you'll just be a, like another part of the uh you'll be a part of the problem." Like yeah, it's it's and, like it's always about that sort of thing. It always has like that uh like that bronze color grade and like the cheap CGI and they always have like they always have like the same fucking like uh uh like helicopter ship things <laughs> with like the multiple blades spinning around like they always have like the exact the exact same looking shit mm, yeah oh my god so yeah I watched that yesterday and like I found my it's like probably like eight minutes long and it probably uh rolled my eyes about 12 times <laughs> mm. um and it's 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 well directed i'll i'll say <laughs> in case the code 8 guy is listening to our podcast um it's well directed it's just really badly written <laughs> <laughs> oh um i was looking at uh, what blumkamp's doing next and like the alien thing still i guess is next project but i guess gotta wait till mm. like the alien covenant uh the the prometheus sequel thing yeah yeah i, guess, I mean i, I oh god did you, did you ever watch prometheus i don't remember it looked like a big pile of shit mm. <laughs> yeah it, it's unfortunate because like you know the the uh it's, it's, a, it's a visit there it's like it looks beautiful like mm-hmm. it looks wonderful but then like when you actually like listen to the actual story going on it's like oh this isn't all that great <laughs> This is okay. Which is a lot of kind of surprised that they're making a sequel to it. Yeah. But hey, and I mean, it's Ridley Scott, I guess. You know? I think it's people cause, like, because people wanted answers to the previous one. And it's like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It, I, I, think, I, think, I think Prometheus is just pretentious, guys. And it, there were no actual answers to those questions. That's, that's what people do sometimes. Are you, trying to tell me, like, are you trying to tell me right now that Ridley Scott made a movie... That had a pretentious story to it, right? It's like it's like when uh, people are like, "Oh, oh, the the top in Inception." Ooh. By the way, I should yeah, say that I actually like Ridley Scott in some movies. So I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> I should go ahead and preface that by saying I do, I do like I do like Ridley right. Scott, but um, did you know that guy? By the way, he did like a thousand commercials or whatever he's directed. Oh, yeah. It's like, jeez. That's why he's also like a thousand years old though, too. So right. Yeah, because he was he was in like in a director's uh, roundtable like mm-hmm. for the Oscars this year. I think you probably watched this as well. And like he's sitting there like he doesn't give a shit about anything. Like he, <laughs> well, like, he well, it's great though. Like he was I saw when he was like he was like him. It was him, Tarantino, um, Nicholas, David O. Russell, uh, Hopper, or Hooper. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like he kept like defending Tarantino movies. <laughs> Right. He was like, oh, you know, you just think that he like he like he like clap his hand on to like uh, Tarantino's like arm or whatever, and like, oh, you know, blah blah. blah. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, but other than that, like he's there, and it's like he looks like he fucking hates making movies, <laughs> and like I just want to get it done as fast as I possibly can. I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm Which is funny because like David Russell looks like the guy that. <laughs> It's like it's like sick of his life apparently. God, um, David O. Russell. I was watching one from like 2012, I guess it was because it was like when Django was out. Mm. It was like Django Argo, uh, Silver Linings Playbook, 
Ben Affleck and uh, Quentin Tarantino were like the only interesting people there. And like David O. Russell was like, every time Quentin Tarantino would say something, um, David O. Russell would like look at him like he didn't understand him and it just looked like a, a his brain was like fucking vacant. To be fair, sometimes I can't understand Tarantino either because <laughs> of all the cocaine <laughs> no, like, he does. Wh- what he was saying though in that <laughs> in that specific roundtable discussion made perfect sense. And like Ben Affleck would like <laughs> would basically describe what he was saying to David O. Russell. <laughs> yeah, no, I, re- I remember that one. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was I it's like on Hollywood Reporter or whatever. I definitely recommend watching those. Just, just skip past David O'Reilly's parts. <laughs> no, no, no. Made, that's the, the guy's best made part. two good movies. <laughs> that's, that's the best part of it, though. Because <laughs> David Russell is like the character in all the movies. Like he's like the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the fish out of water. He's, he's the like fish Quentin out of water. Tarantino is a fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's actually bad with those about the roundtable though. Is like whenever they get to, um, uh, was it Nicholas? Is it? I can't, I can't forgetting. Is it Hopper or Hooper? Hooper. Hooper. Okay. Hooper. Just a correction. Chris has meant Tom Hooper this entire time. Like he'll say something or whatever, and people go, "Oh, okay." And it'll move on to something else. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's like, oh, okay, it was, yeah, yeah, it was sure, the whatever. Danish girl this year, and uh, Les Mis uh, in twenty twelve. Like he'll he'll say something that's like fairly interesting, but like no one like, eh, you know, he's. He like his 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 movies are, they're all right, and but like I mean that's like the best thing you can kind of say about them. <laughs> I think um, I think Late Miss is like a really well directed movie. It's just uh, well, as far as like it's like one, that's one, a whole one, podcast. <laughs> yeah, one of his like good movies, which is like one of those things that I don't guess you've ever watched, was like the Harry Potter, uh, and the Order of the Phoenix. Mm. I know he. I don't know if he, I don't think he did Half-Blood Prince, I'm not sure, he might have, but um, Order of the Phoenix actually, is actually one of my favorite, favorite books, mm. and the movie was not my favorite movie no. <laughs> at all, it's like, oh, Jeez. I mean, it was good, just wasn't like, the rest of them good, it's probably right. one of the lowest ones, I was, I was really sad about that. I haven't seen The Danish Girl. I don't, um, I have zero uh, desire to watch that movie. Right, I, I mean, like, uh, what's his name, uh, the fucking guy in it? Eddie, 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 uh, Redmayne. Redmayne. He's a good actor. Yeah. Um, uh, the, like, uh, I, I, I'm, I, like, the only reason I'm kind of curious about it is, like, because I kind of want to see him do it, but, like, I mean, it'll, it, it's something, like, if it happens to be on, like, you know, television or something, I, I'll probably watch it then. Well, it's, like, the Theory of Everything, which is, like, the one I saw, one of the first ones I saw yeah. Eddie Redmayne in. I saw him in that, and then I saw a clip from... <laughs> Uh, when he played a bad guy. Oh, in uh, Jupiter Ascending? Yeah, Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> it's like... What was his uh, voice like? It was like... Uh, he's like whispering and uh, doing I'm like a, a bad guy. Accent. I'm a bad yeah. guy, guys. Hello. <laughs> what? I'm a bad God, guy. That, what? Oh, the, now, the now Wachowski sisters are... Man, they've they've hit a downhill, slo- downhill slope. He was in Les Mis. He was? I don't remember him being in Les Mis. Was, oh, was he the guy who... Um, okay, you're asking a question for something that's like years ago. So. I know. I, know. I, th- I, th- I think, if I remember correctly, I think he might be the guy who um, who uh, inexplicably falls in love with Amanda Seyfried's character. 
I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I I only remember that because it's like the thing that fucking ruined the movie for me. <laughs> I thought it was Majesty Freed ruined the movie for you. Well, well, okay. Let, okay, let me actually describe this for the audience. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> talked about this on the podcast before. Okay, so I went to go see Les Mis, and um, like I was loving it. I I I went in wanting to like it, and I I was I was enjoying the hell out of it. Like you know. Um, like, like everyone complains about Russell Crowe. He was the weakest link, of course, but like. Prison 24601. Prison 24601. Whatever it was. Hugh Jackman, like, singing circles around him. <laughs> Man, Hugh Jackman, uh, real fast. He was in the movie Pan. And there's this part in the movie Pan where, like, they start singing Smells Like Teen Spirit. Because, like, there's, like, this bass thing it's just like yeah oh, <laughs> the movie itself is awful but that part's hilarious dude he's great <laughs> yeah uh, you you showed me that you uh, you uh showed me that song like, oh, the, i did the, that's right yeah the, the, the smells like teen spirit yeah. from uh pan and it's so fucking weird because it feels <laughs> like they tried to mix his voice out like yeah, they tried yeah. to bury it like bury it under everything Which else like because he has a good voice <laughs> he has a great voice and like it's like he's he's the best part of the whole thing, uh, that whole that whole musical number. Yeah, that, and that's like the only good part of the whole movie itself. Yeah. Too. Anyway, sorry, go with your thing. Go with but, your thing. But yeah, um, so uh, you know, I'm I'm loving the movie. Like you know, he's the weakest link, but like I I'm I'm still like I, it's not bringing it down for me at all. Um. So like the second act ends. Um. They do like this big time skip, and uh, I'm like, like you know, as it, as it's sort of transitioning, I'm like, man. This movie is really good. I'm really enjoying this. Um, and, you know, all the actors are great. The music's amazing. Um, it's really well directed. And then, like, one of the first fucking shots when they come back in is stupid Amanda Seyfried walking in frame. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, you know what? No, okay. It, you know, this is fine. This is fine. I've, I've only ever seen her in bad movies. So maybe... Maybe she's a she's a good actor, and I just I just haven't seen her in anything good before. Nope. And no, no, it it was bad. <laughs> yeah, um. she she's terrible. <laughs> she's barely even in the movie, and she's terrible. You know what's funny is like you know because that was that was the second part of the movie because movies pretty much like is two parts. Oh yeah, essentially. Um, at least I know for you, but there's a movie called Into the Woods. This reminds me of where like, the oh, first yeah. half of it is a great movie. Right. Like has James, uh, uh, God, what's the guy's Corm- court Gordon, Gordon, who is oh, yeah. the late, late show host right now, took over, um, Craig Ferguson. Mm. It's a good movie as, as a lot of like, as you know, some, a lot of, uh, veteran, uh, Hollywood actors, right. Actresses, whatever. And I was like, this is actually pretty good. I was like, okay, you know, it's about to end. It's like, you know, this didn't feel like a two hour movie. And I realized Oh, I'm only halfway like, through. Only halfway, really through, halfway through. Interesting. Okay. Well, I guess they're gonna extrapolate some stuff. Cool. You know what happens after? after after. Cool. What happens? So let's sure. see, let's watch what happens. Oh. 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 It kept going. It going. I was like, um. It's like no. Like with yeah. This was with good. Lame is. I should have stopped. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can just like you can get the movie and then just watch the first half and you'll be fine. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure on Lame is or not. I know, I know. Because, like, with Les Mis, it, it leaves things open. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, the story keeps going. That's um, why. That's what fanfiction.net's for, is for you to just fill it in yourself. Right. <laughs> um, 
uh, but like, so like it keeps going, like the movie, uh, <laughs> just the movie keeps going. Making a lame this fan fiction. <laughs> um, sorry. Like, so Amanda Seyfried's character, I can't, I can't remember the names. I'm sorry. And I, who I think was Eddie Redmayne, uh, basically so like this guy falls in love with her just by seeing her. Like it's a love at first sight thing, which is a fucking stupid, um, uh, cliche. And like with it, like only I think only spends five minutes of screen time with her. Uh, then like they go to war. It's like him and Hugh Jackman are like you know uh, fighting in this war, and uh, he's like the, the the kid gets shot, uh, the boy does, and uh, like Hugh Jackman's like uh, carrying him like through this fucking river of shit, like trying to save his life, um, and like going through all this terrible stuff, and like he he ends up dying because of it. Uh, like, you know, so we can save this guy for his, um, you know, uh, his foster oh, daughter. Alert. Jeez. God, just gonna... <laughs> and it's like, I'm thinking the whole time, like, if, if Hugh Jackman knew right now that they only knew each other for five fucking minutes. <laughs> like, oh, like it was distracting me the entire time. And like, like, it's just the, the ending is such a big fuck you. Everything else, it's, it's like a bad movie doesn't bother me as much as a movie that was almost really good, right? Yeah. Um, so like that, like it, I mean, it's been how many years, four years now almost, and I'm still thinking about it and <laughs> it still makes me angry. <laughs> yeah. It, um, talk about the movies that like, there's like, there's like the certain movies, you know, where it's like, yeah, you really, really like it. And also like, they just like ruin it somehow. Right. Um, I was thinking of, about the movie uh, Knowing with uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh, God. That was actually a good movie until they re- until they did the big reveal. And then you're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> you had it. You had Nicolas Cage. You had a great movie going. It wasn't that great. You had a really good movie going there. Like a really, like yeah. a nice, is a, this is a, this would be like a good springboard. Go back into the, you know, the actual movies again and yeah, you yeah. just just god awful <laughs> you know i like nicholas cage right where he is <laughs> he's right not where he peas. belongs not the bees <gasps> the bees they're in my eyes <laughs> what's in the bag a shark or something <laughs> oh god <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> They're gonna devolve this podcast. I started off talking about District Nine into the <laughs> right. Spe- speaking of District Nine, Chris. Yes. You saw Batman versus Superman. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I so, uh, oh, tell me, Chris, were all of the uh, people on Rotten Tomatoes wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that thirty percent were wrong. <laughs> um, you know, to defend the movie. Okay. Oh, look, you the time I gotta go. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> it's, been, um, it's bad. It's like okay, so uh, tell me all about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, not only really spoiler, I guess. I'm not gonna do spoilers on this thing. Who but, cares? Um, there are, there are basically like three storylines from the comics they took and threw into this one mm-hmm. movie. And one of them, which is actually one of my favorite ones, which is Dark Knight Returns. 
mm-hmm. which features, of course, Batman and Superman fighting each other. Yeah. And the, okay, so and they ruined uh, that one. This is, this is me guessing. This okay, is me guessing. Ahead. Yes, there's there's Dark Knight Returns, there's um, uh, Death of Superman because of Doomsday, right? Yes, and because I, I, I think Superman ends up dying, right? Yeah. Okay, and uh, I actually don't know the other one, but that's what um, that's what I've kind of gathered. Yeah, that's that's it right there. Like, um, and the third one is. Uh, I had it a second ago. I don't remember what it's called now. But no, anyway, anyway, point is, though, is that they had these great storylines. Mm-hmm. And they decided that, you know what? These are great storylines. You know what we should do about with them? Nothing. We should fuck them up. And real good, <laughs> too. Just... I hear Batman kills people. He does, but I'm going like, to I'll, I'll defend that first for a little bit. Uh-huh. It makes sense in the context of the movie itself, mm-hmm. why he's doing that. But I can understand what people obviously had their reservations on that one because right. Batman is not supposed to kill people. But the fact is that you know, the, the story basically takes place after Robin uh, is dead and like all this crap's mm-hmm. going down. As an alien from space, I could absolutely wipe out all of humanity. Right, and it's like Batman's got a little, got a little. Yeah, little issues going on there. Uh-huh. He's got some issues. Um, so I can understand him, like, you know, kind of go off the rails a little bit. Right. But it's just like... Uh, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, okay. I think Jesse Eisenberg could be in some really good movies. Mm-hmm. The problem is that he shouldn't be in some of the movies that he's been cast in. Right. And this is a severe miscast. Or I, I it's hear, just... I or, hear he's so over the top that, like... Um, it's almost like it's uh, speaking of Nicolas Cage, it's almost good on like a Nicolas Cage level. <laughs> it's, but it's not good though. It doesn't reach the level. <laughs> okay. It <laughs> doesn't quite reach that level now. Okay. Um, it's weird. Like, cause the movie is basically, it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, I would say like four or so parts in there mm-hmm. and it doesn't do a very good job of like, um, I think I heard somebody else say this, even agree, I agree with them. I remember it was, but it said like it was like the first part of it's like the Batman stuff and the Superman parts and like Batman versus Superman and then Justice League. Yeah. And it's not mixed together very well. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, you forget about all the Bruce Wayne stuff. After, like, oh, after okay. It's like, oh, God, what, what happened to this again? Yeah. <laughs> I remember. That's just what the movie is. It, it's really like it's in four parts. It's it's, it's not very good. And, like, I'm a... I'm a out of the DC comics, you know, I, mm-hmm. I like Batman and Superman. I like those two characters. Mm-hmm. It's basically well, everybody like, else I don't like. <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, like, there, there's some, like, kind of, like, Green Lantern's a pretty cool character. It depends on which Green Lantern you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, what? I think, I think his you're name t- might t- be... like, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern? Yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs um, up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's his name? I think his name might be John Stewart. In yeah. uh, the animated Justice League. Which is very confusing, because I always think, like, uh, so that's yeah. John Stewart, the <laughs> <former> Daily Show host. <laughs> in, in, in before uh, in before John Stewart plays John Stewart. Oh, I, that'd be awesome. He'll go, he'll go in blackface. Okay, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, like, he's a, he's a, he's a cool character, that, that iteration of him. Um, and then, yeah, I can't really think of... Well, the, the John uh, Stewart character, he's like he's actually like more focused on actually doing his job and not just like, oh, yeah. hey, I got a funny thing to say. Yeah. Like, 
Hal uh, does in right. every iteration. You're just like, uh, which like I mean, which like Ryan Reynolds was a good cast for that, but the script itself was bad. Right. Like, oh like, God, the I Green have... Lantern movie is so fucking terrible. I oh, I just had like a PTSD flashback <laughs> of it. Um, there. Okay, so like, uh, what's his name? Uh, he he's dead now. Uh, John Coffey. <laughs> um, what's his name? The big guy. The the big guy from Green Mile. Oh, uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Yes, he he voices um, like this giant pig man monster, uh, who's like also a Green Lantern, <laughs> and um, like he spends uh when when like Hal Jordan becomes a Green Lantern, uh he's like he's like beating the shit out of him and like throwing him around, uh to train him, quotes, like and that's literally all he does. He just throws him around a bunch, um. And you never like see like Ryan Reynolds like progressing in any way. Like I think you, I think you like maybe see him progressing in some of the other stuff, but he just like gets beat up by this guy. And like at the end of the movie, after you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds saves the day, he's like, "Can I train him or can I train him?" And I'm like, "You all you did was beat him up. <laughs> it's literally all you fucking did." <laughs> uh, like everything like in that the wrong kind of Rocky Mountain montage. I know. <laughs> Um, and it's, oh my god, it's, it's a terrible movie. Everything looks like garbage. Yeah. Um, I will, I will say, uh, the one thing that had going for it was Sinestro. And no. that was about it. <laughs> that didn't even save it. <laughs> no. That's, that's all it's going, that's how it's going for. I didn't say it's gonna save it. <laughs> right. It's a lot had. <laughs> Jeez Louise. But like, so do you think this is going to... Because, uh, I, I mean, people didn't like Man of Steel. I, I think Man of Steel was a little bit more split than this. People fucking hate Batman versus Superman right now. Um, do you think this is going to affect anything in the future? Um, it's, I'm I, think, I, think we're, it. I think we're kind of waiting to see like how Wonder Woman does. We need to see how Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman are going to do. And yeah. Suicide Squad, man, it looks... I mean, it looks worse. It looks worse than this movie. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's also say that you know people don't know, you are not a fan of superhero movies. I'm. I I have superhero movie fatigue. Yeah. Right now. Although you like Deadpool though, so that was. Yeah. I like. Here's the thing. Um, he's not. He's uh, not like a superhero. It's, it's, it's not. It's not fair. It's not fair to say I don't like superhero movies because I do. Um, I'm just worn out on them. I don't want to like the the market is so over. Like I think most people are kind of catching up with me now. Um the market is so oversaturated with them. I don't want to watch five superhero movies a year. Um, and like, I'm, you know, I'm sure most of the Marvel movies I've been skipping are great. Uh, like they're probably even better than some of the ones I have like, that, I, that I did see. Like I, you know, honestly, I I'm probably going to eventually watch guardians of the galaxy because I like James Gunn. Um, it looks, it, it and sounds pretty interesting. It's, and and it, watch it's, for Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that one out eventually, but like, I, I'm just, I'm really uninterested in like, like, and then like, not only that, but knowing like, oh, we also got a superhero movie, like plenty of superhero movies coming out for like the next 20 years. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it to crumble like in the next five. Mm. Um, I'm guessing. I, I'm definitely not going to guess five, but. I, I, I'm I guessing after DC is going to have 
not going to have like the not even close to the success that Marvel's had. Right. But then again, I guess they don't have as good of a trove to go through. People. Um, honestly, like Cyborg. I don't like Cyborg. Cyborg's I stupid. Like, I don't like Cyborg. I like Teen Titan Cyborg. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> but that's not really Cyborg, yeah. I don't think. It's, it's not. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I mean, was, mean I was... Teen Titans Go, right? Not the old Oh, yeah, one. dude. Oh, oh <laughs> fuck the old, the old stupid one. Um, With action and stuff in it, yeah. Yeah, dude. Boring. <laughs> yeah. I like... Uh, you know what I did like about the original ones? All the times they made lol random jokes about waffles... And had weird anime moments. Dude, that was the shit. Let me tell you. And like this is the this series, Teen Titans Go, man. That's that's all that, man. Yeah. It's it's everything I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna uh, go back to what I was gonna say though about the superhero things. I like I I enjoy the movies. I do mm-hmm. and go out and watch them. Because they're mm-hmm. actually to me they're actually good movies. I don't, I don't have that quite that fatigue. But I will say that it's disappointing that uh that Warner Brothers has decided to uh, not make a good superhero movie, I suppose. Right. Um, when they when they have like, I mean, decent comics that you know, they have a good amount of comics they can go through and actually make like good stories out of those. And they, yeah, like I said, they took some of the best ones, right? And they screwed it all up. Yeah. So like, it's like okay, <sighs> now you have to wait. You have you have to kind of wait a while before you can try that again. I mean, like, you know, they'll probably, you know, reboot Batman, like, in the next f- five years, but, um... <laughs> well, they need to, like, get an actual reboot of, an actual, like, thing of uh, Superman. Because, I mean, they, they had that back in the 70s with Christopher Reeves. Yeah. And so that was, that, that to me is, like, my well, quintessential like, Superman. Well, because, like, the thing about, the thing about Superman is that, like, he's, he's a campy character, like, he's like Captain America. He's, he's a campy, like stupid superhero character for children. Like that's, that's what he is. It's, and that's fine. Like that's what, uh, the Christopher Reeves movies are and they're great. That's like, you know, I don't, I don't really like, I'll probably never watch the original Captain America movie again, but I totally respected what they did with it because they didn't shy away from the fact that he's a campy forties character. I love Captain Um, America. It's my favorite Marvel character. (laughs) <laughs> he's, a favorite, he's a favorite one I love him I have a screenshot of a conversation we had <laughs> which I'll I'll put in our, the blog post that I put that oh. I linked this episode on I don't know man I think I think DC is gonna kind of fall flat pretty soon I think I think a lot of people are really really stupid and they're gonna keep spending their money uh, on seeing these movies regardless if they're good or not um, so like, I think it's going to stay afloat. Honestly, I think we know at this point that, uh, Warner brothers and De- De- detective comics, comics, uh, doesn't care. I-, I think it's pretty clear that they don't care if it's critically accepted very well. Um, they're just kind of looking for those, uh, uh, see if it has those big bucks, which it's going to get. So I think, I think they're going to last a little while. Marvel, I think people are going to stop caring after Infinity War. And then Chris's audio stopped recording, so I'm just going to skip to this. I think we had a pretty good uh, conversation here. (coughs) I'm going to choke to death on a Rice Krispie treat. We'll uh, see you next week with Francis Ford Coppola. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com. 